1: What's up, good people, sexy people? Welcome to another episode of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host, and as always, I appreciate you taking time out to listen to tonight's topic or whatever we're discussing, but also I appreciate you taking time out for yourself because this show is about leveling up, you know, men's lifestyle, um, being a better you, being the best you you can be. And so the time you put in... With me is the time you're putting in with yourself and I appreciate that because every good person just makes the world a better place. Couple of, a uh, couple of announcements, you know, like to keep you guys informed of what's going on. We've got game on with jack.shop. Enroll free for classes and workshops. Free guys night out guide, uh, slash mini workshop is available. Also, we're going to be unveiling the alpha class um hopefully i'm gonna say into august and i'm super excited about that there will be a coupon because uh this won't be a free class but there'll be a uh, coupon slash discount code available for you to use you'll be able to get it here on the show and um it'll totally uh you know help out with the cost of things and i think uh you will find the whole class slash system beneficial to leveling up Sign up for the new Game On with Jackson Stewart email list, and you get a free 15 Confidence Commandments now download. So that's Game On with Jack Aweb, A-W-E-B so A W E B as and boy dot page. Swing by Patreon slash Game On with Jack. You can subscribe to get Game On guys two tiers, intro tier, and there's the After Dark tier where you get a uh, all the saucy little goodies I like to cook up and. Of course, make sure you're checking me out on Instagram, Jackson Stewart2, and Game On with Jack, as well as Twitter. And um throwing out some new shorts on YouTube. I think you guys will enjoy it. So and also with YouTube, if you have not subscribed yet, please go to go to the channel and you can get it to the uh you can get to the channel through the high page link. Right here on the podcast because it's got that long ass YouTube name right now. But if you go there, you can get to YouTube. Please subscribe once we get that, uh, we get, we get that site all filled up. I think it's a hundred people. We're not that far away. Then, uh, I can actually name it Game Out with Jack and, and we can, uh, really say have some fun over there at YouTube. So appreciate it. Check it out. Subscribe, notifications, all that good stuff. Tonight's show is one of my favorite shows to do or one of my favorite types of shows. It is Ask Jack. (laughs) and I laugh because I I get some wild comments, more so than questions, but it's where I like to poll you guys and you all send me uh, your questions back. So I appreciate it because it shows me and lets me know that what I'm doing here is worthwhile and it's reaching you guys. So thank you very much. Lots of gratitude on that. And I've got, uh tonight we've got about 12 questions we're going to go through and, um, you know, give you guys the answers that you need, maybe not the answers you're looking for, and let's get to it. So first up, we've got from Bobby C. Jackson, great show, enjoy your topics. I appreciate that, Bobby, thanks. Quick question, should I ask a woman I'm starting to date how many guys she slept with? Ooh, Yes, kids, the questions <laughs> the questions run the entire spectrum of topics here. So, um, Bobby, that is a it, it's a good question. I'm glad you're actually thinking about that because at the wrong time, that question could be deemed offensive, right? Like, you know, you, you've seen her at a coffee shop repeatedly, and one day you go up and say, hey, you know, you want to get dinner sometime. She's like, yeah, that seems cool. And then you're like, before we go out – and grab a bite how many men have you slept with why is it all about timing well if you ask it too soon you just come off like you're a a big ass like freak like you're just only thing she only only value she's bringing to your interest is that you just want to her. you just want to get her in the sack you want to screw her and then move on so asking it too early is inappropriate asking it too late, especially if it's like in your mind because you want to know. Well, that's been sitting in the back of your mind and could be causing you to kind of fuck up your relationship with her. You know, you could be having resentment, you could be having, uh, you know, doubts because you're just so concerned about how many people she slept with. There's two schools of thought if this is even an important question. If the person is with you and you guys are actually building a relationship, and there's no health concerns because of sexual you know promiscuity or or what have you then like really who cares you know the past of the past they're with you right now at this moment but if it is something that you want to know and also make sure that you are honest about your sexual partners um, probably a good idea to ask maybe I'd say ask after you have become intimate at least two times because if you're let's say Things are heating up, you know, whatever X number of dates or into the relationship. And all of a sudden you guys start to get ready to have sex. You guys are, you know, getting that point. You're like, hey, real quick, (laughs) before we do anything else, I just got to know how many. That is going to kill the vibe so quickly. And guys, if you do not know this about sex, let me tell you a very, very simple but important lesson. Men have sex to feel good. Women have to feel good to have sex. One more time. Men men to have sex to feel good. We have sex and we feel like king of the world, we feel like we could, you know, especially if it's great, amazing, mind blowing sex, we feel like we could take on anything. Women have to feel good to have sex. If a woman is not, you know, if a woman doesn't feel good about herself, she doesn't feel good about you, she's not feeling good about your connection with her, she's having a bad day, whatever, sex is going to be terrible for her because For women, it's just their emotions come first and then they get into uh then they get into the intimacy guys are backwards that way. And that's why they say for women, sex starts between their ears rather than between anywhere else. So so Bobby C, the answer to that question is I would say A really decide if you have to know and if you have to know, wait until at least two moments of intimacy before you bring it up. And bring it up gently and bring it up with your numbers first you can just say hey we're obviously moving towards something and i just want to you to know that my sexual past consists of x amount of partners and then leave it because if you pause that means you're waiting for her to answer she's going to pick up on that quick so you say hey i've had i don't know 10 partners and i just wanted you to know that, and then like walk away or change the topic whatever and then let her that will give her a clear indication that it's safe for her to divulge her numbers. If she doesn't, if she doesn't divulge them or tell tell you, you gotta decide if you really wanna. If this is a hill you gotta die on. So, good luck with that, Bobby. Uh, do your best not to screw that one up, man. Um, next up, game on. Is it wrong to have a preference of race when it comes to dating? This is from Shy Town Lover. Oh, that is a good question. So here here's uh as somebody who has dated interracially i've you know um everybody's got a preference for anything when it comes to dating whether it be height you know body build you know if you like someone if you like partners who are very thin or or you know thick with two C's whatever it is everybody's got a preference right um i think it it is wrong Look, if somebody asks you out and you're just not attracted to them physically, you're not attracted to them physically. That's that's just the way it is. If you won't date somebody because they are Asian, then that's different. So like that means that you're just I don't date this label of people, and you have to figure out why you don't date that label of people. Why don't date that label of people because I I don't like how they treat their men or treat their women. So now you're, you are stereotyping. If there is just, you know, if you're just drawn towards a ter- certain type of skin color, regardless of what you believe that skin color's ethnic basis of, like, let's say, like, I know some people who only, like, people who are very tan. Now, you know, that might mean that they're black people, you know, with, with a certain type of, of brownness to their skin, white people who tan, Latinos, um, you know, certain Asian groups are darker. So that the darkness of skin opens up a wide variety of people that they're interested in. Just like I know people who like very fair skin, hell, almost pale people. So that just doesn't mean white. There are Um, there are Latinos, there are Asians, there are even some Middle Eastern groups that are fairer complected, lighter skin. So you can like what you like physically. That's fine. Everybody's got a preference or a certain type they're drawn to. But when you make it about stereotypes, then yes, that is a problem. Now, you know, if you, that all have not been said, if you don't like a particular group and somebody from that group Asks you out, then you just, it's up to you to turn them down gently without bringing out the obvious reason why you don't like them. So you can't say, for example, oh well, you know, I would date you, but I don't date people from the Middle East. Like there's no need to say that. You just say, oh, I'm, you know, I appreciate that, but I'm, I'm just not interested. I'm just not looking to date right now. You know, you don't have to air out all your, your concepts about race and ethnicity. So, Shytown, that's a, I, I appreciate your honesty. And I would say that, you know, if race or your perception of ethnicity is an issue with dating, I would really challenge you to f- completely explore what it is you think about a particular group. Cause I guarantee you're probably wrong. And why do I say that? Because I know a lot of people from a lot of different groups. And one of the great unifying statements is, Every group has its pros and cons, and, um, you know, it, I've been fortunate to to know that in such a way that, you know, I have I, I see everybody as everybody, you know, so good luck with that. Uh, next up, we have AD1989 asks, um, heard your show with the knowledge expert. How do you stay in the moment? Guys, if you have not heard uh, Billy Mandarino is the uh, the nowist he's uh he's a real estate uh tycoon but he's also an author he's got this uh this great series of of workshops based on nowism which is living in the moment letting your thoughts exist in the now you know right now in the present rather than what most of us do you know we have the wor we have the guilt of yesterday and the worry about tomorrow um and he was a guest, I mean, I think uh, two months ago, I want to say something like that. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. Not because not of my ass, but because Billy really gives great, great insight. And, A.D., I'm glad you mentioned that. You're asking me how I stay in the moment. Uh, that is a challenge for me uh, because I do a lot of planning, right? And I think a lot of people out there who do planning do struggle with being um, in the moment because you're trying to like schedule things and you're anticipating reactions and so on and so forth um what i try and do is you know i make to-do lists i write down things i calendar things and once they're on paper i mentally walk away from them i don't i don't stay in in that thought process of okay well you know i got this i got this podcast guest on Thursday and today's Monday and now I'm thinking once I write it down I don't think about what I'm going to say or how it's going to go or you know so that's one way I do it I meditate a lot um some people are like shit Jack you're so wound up you sure your meditation's working and I meditate a lot I try and stay in in touch with nature you know just simple things like walking um uh, I, I love to hit the gym a lot so, being in the gym really makes you focus on the moment. You know, I've got a background in martial arts and, and, um, and boxing. And one of the things that I always found out anytime I got really, really fucking hurt is because I was not in the moment. My brain was either what happened at work or what happened here or there or what happened with school or what's going to happen at work, what's going to happen in school, what's going to happen with this, that, and the other. And in that moment, when I should have been paying attention to somebody trying to hit me, I usually, I usually, uh, got damaged. And so it taught me a lot about being in the moment. And most of the injuries I ever got were, was my, you know, my own. Like I just wasn't paying attention and, or wasn't focused. So, uh, meditation, uh, to-do lists and calendaring and then leaving it alone and, uh, gratitude. And I, and I, think that's difficult for a lot of people because you can make a gratitude list but you don't feel the gratitude and that's that's something that i definitely have to practice And i think everybody does but just when you focus on what you're grateful for it really does make you think about right now because you can't think about being grateful for things that are in the past because they're not present you can't be grateful for things in the future because you don't know what's going to happen so being grateful, filling yourself up with gratitude right now in the moment makes you stop and think about the present. So uh, great question. Thank you. And Billy Mandarino was an amazing guest and just an awesome guy. And um definitely check out his interview. And he has a book, too. I, I believe it's called The Nowist. So check him out. He's got a podcast. He's on Twitter. So uh, if you check out Billy Mandarino, tell him that Jackson said hi. He, he was really fun to talk to Next question. You seem anti nice guy. (laughs) Damn, do I? Um, Are you really? And why is that? And that comes in anonymously. Okay. Well, anonymous. I'm sorry. I don't mean to come off anti nice guy. Here's the thing. Am I anti nice guy? Yes. But I'm pro good guy. Good man. Here's the difference. And I've, I've said this before and we had a guest, uh, and we were talking about the nice guy versus the, the, the good man. You've heard it before, I talk about Superman, right? So Superman is a good man. Superman is like the, the epitome of just a good person, a good heart. You know, his power is removed. He's still a good man. Clark Kent is a nice guy. And Clark Gant Clark Gant Clark Kent gets his ass ran over. Now granted, you know, Superman's playing a part, but to me that is the perfect analysis. An example of nice guy versus good man. A nice guy is a nice guy does not make waves. A nice guy does not speak his piece. A nice guy um does not Draw boundaries and enforce them. A nice guy does not, um, speak his mind or let his wants and desires be known. And he gets rolled over. All because he has been taught that to be nice is to be, um, overly accommodating. Even, you know, in spite of your own needs. And that is also to be good, and that's that's not right. You can be a good person. I think everybody should strive to be a good person. You can be kind, gentle, empathic, caring, sympathetic, loving. You can also be strong, um, clear, decisive, protective, um, and also protective of yourself, like, nice guys could be in a, let's say it's a guy's and a nice guys is hanging out w- with his crew and there's just somebody in the crew who keeps like, you know, just talking shit, fucking with him, making jokes on him, cracking on them, and the nice guy will just like, oh, like, laugh with it cause, because he has not been taught to stand up for himself and, you know, now a good man can be in this situation and somebody pushes it too much or, you know, <laughs> as we used to say, somebody starts to get a little too familiar and a good man's gonna say, hey, hey man, well, you know, I, I ain't the joke all night. Why well, don't you back up off me? There's nothing wrong with saying that. and You can be a nice, you can be a good man and still be a force that is to be recognized and dealt with. And I, so am I anti nice guy? I, I guess I am. I, I am anti nice guy, but I'm pro good man. And that is my statement on that. So, um, <laughs> moving on, uh, Norman V writes in, Dear Game on with Jack, do I go after a girl who's canceled on me twice? Ooh. Norman, good question. So here's the deal with that. Um, life happens to everybody, right? You know, you're out and you know, you. some people call it bad luck. Some people call it attraction. It's just shit just happens to you constantly. And I remember once dating a, a young lady. And I mean, when I was younger, younger at the time too, so I wasn't so, some old cat creeping. Um, and we had one date and then I tried for two more dates after that and something always popped up. Now granted, um, she was a single mom and we were in college and I totally respected that, but it was like always just, you know, worse, just 20 minutes before, five minutes before the date. Something would just pop up and sometimes it was with her daughter. And, and one day I just called her and said, Look, I don't get the feeling like you really want to date me. And you know, that it was, it was a tricky, tricky conversation because I didn't want to come up like I was an insensitive asshole. She had a kid, she was trying to get through school. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, not a guy. I totally forgot what she said when I said, <laughs> probably hung up on me, but, um, no, look, there are some people who chaos is just, just the, 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 just their default state, right? And if this woman you are trying to date has legitimate shit going down, where she's like, I was, you know, we're gonna go out for lunch, I worked late. Then you make another plan and she's like, hey, we're gonna meet for dinner and I got a flat tire or something like that. And you, like, you don't feel like there's any bullshit around it. Give her another shot. If you feel like there's some wishy-washiness or some sketchiness in her details, don't, don't ask her out again. And if you do ask her out again and she still has issues, then that's it. And it, it could be that she just, she wants to go out with you, but her life is just so chaotic, you don't need that. And honestly, she doesn't need it because she needs to get her chaos straightened out and not be trying to hook up with, with anybody until, you know, her shit's good. So, Norman, I'm going to say, um, If you have any inkling that she's not telling the truth, then um then yeah, no. Don't 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 ask her out again. Don't pursue. If you feel like these are just really honestly bad timings that have gone down, give it another shot and if that doesn't work again, then you're out. But also her cancellations better be like good cancellations, like something with work something, you know, with transportation, you can tell how she canceled. Like if she cancels, you know, five minutes before and she's telling you like, this just happened. Okay. But if she like doesn't talk to you and stands you up and you got to hear about the next day, then definitely bullshit. Don't pursue her because nobody in today's world, we have 9 trillion ways to communicate. Like we'll probably be doing telepathy next year. Um, there's no reason why somebody can't get a hold of you prior to standing you up and letting you know like hey i 'm sorry i can't make it like that's yeah so if uh if there's been no communication before she cancels or like she cancels after she stood you up, then definitely don't pursue her so you got three things you gotta think about three scenarios and and I know the work out for you Norman good luck. next question, I hate taking a rest week. When working out, is that a bad thing? Gym rat 2020. Well, gym rat, you know, first up, medical disclaimer I am not a doctor. I am not a a licensed physical trainer. I'm none of those things, but I am a man who likes to work out. And I think, you know, I remember reading, uh, LO Cool J's book on fitness, which is a great book. And I mean, shit, look at LO Cool J. The The guy's a beast. I love him. He's great. He will work out. I think, and if I remember right, he'll work out like a month or a month and a half non-stop. And then he takes a rest week. And he also does like cheat days, right, where he, eat, he eats clean and then there might be like on the weekend, one day where he eats whatever he wants kind of thing. I'm a big believer in you gotta listen to your body. And if you hit it too hard, let's say you're working out five days a week. You do that for about a month and a half, even just a month, and your body's gonna start to break down. Because Here's the thing about a rest week. Don't get in your head that that's a sign of weakness. Don't get it in your head that that you're losing progress in whatever it is you're doing with your body, whether it be cardio, weights, some combination of the two, working on endurance, working on uh, getting leaner, whatever. If you do not let your body rest, you will tear it apart. I mean, we we let our cars rest, right? When When we put it in park and we're getting out of the vehicle, or we're talking to somebody, we turn the car off. There's no reason to let it just idle. If it's not being used, we let it rest. We get the oil change. you know, we, so a, a rest week is actually a good thing. You really want to consider, you know, a scheduled week off where you don't hit the gym. Maybe you work in some light stretching, you know, so you don't tighten up too much. Um, but yeah, there's nothing, there, there's nothing wrong with a rest week. A rest week is not a bad thing. And we had, um, we've had two fitness guests for, on here recently um, who even stated that people need to see that resting is actually the other half of exercise, but together those halves make fitness. Don't look at resting as like the negative of exercise. It's actually part of your fitness regimen. So good you like Jim Rat? I like the username. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Break Bad Baker. I like that. Break Bad Baker. I've never seen Breaking Bad. You guys are gonna lose your minds when I say that, but yes, I've never seen it. I got people who are, oh man, Jack, I'll give you the whole season on D V D and blah, blah blah I just I don't know. It just and trust me, I everybody on the cast is phenomenal. I've seen them all in different uh different productions, so they're amazing. But it just I don't know, it's it's just not doing it for me. Um Break Bad Baker asks Cake or Pie? <laughs> that's funny because that's one of the questions I love to ask guests. Um, both. Both. God, I love cake and I love pie. But here's the thing. I, I really just like fruit pie. Don't bring me that French silk shit. I mean, I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong. But nah, man, you got to give me that apple, right? Um, just regular crust, too. Or you could do that that crisscross crust. Oh, so good. Um, Dutch apple's okay, but it's a little too sweet. You know, you, you got the the you got a lot of that brown sugar and stuff on top. But yeah, give me an apple pie, give me a cherry. Uh ah, tart ass cherry pie, love it. Uh key lime, definitely. I like blueberry still. I love blueberry pie. Um so yeah, th- those are my pies. Cake, shit. Chocolate <laughs> with chocolate icing? Hell yes. Um, birthday cake, can never get enough birthday cake, and you give me that corner, right, with the buttercream frosting and all those giant icing flowers on it, shit, I am happy as hell. Um, pound cake, right, um, oh, sweet potato pie, uh, German chocolate cake, but it's gotta be done by somebody's mama, don't give me the store-bought crap, like, cause I can taste the difference, it's it's not that good. Um, not big on cheesecake, although, you know, I eat it every once in a while, but, um, yeah, yeah, cake. Oh, but I tell you this, I like coconut cake a little bit, but I hate lemon cake. Lemon cake is gross. But I do like caramel cake. And there's some women I call it caramel cake and they know who they are and I appreciate them for everything they bring to my life. <laughs> um, Next question from Anonymous. Jackson, who inspires you? I love this question. It's actually the last question I give every guest because I feel like you know with this show I, I i showcase topics and people who um you know who give you guys tips on leveling up and i think it's important to know who inspires people who you are learning from um i'm fortunate in that i am uh i'm surrounded by nothing but people who inspire me so obviously my family uh, my very close friends um if I was to go to you know people I don't directly know um you know i i love uh eric thomas uh e t the hip hop preacher the guy his i dare you to listen to him speak one time and just not get fired up. he has so much passion and and drive but it and it comes to it in his voice, but it's tempered with a lot of compassion and 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 understanding. So, E.T. Um, Les Brown, I love to hear Les Brown talk. Um, Zig Ziglar. I'm gonna go back a bit. I'm gonna go to Jim Rome, uh, Napoleon Hill, Bob Proctor, everybody on The Secret. And if you, ne- you know, if you've never seen The Secret and you've got this negative concept of the law of attraction and what it means, and you think it's some weird, you know, Jedi mind trick, mumble jumbo. I I challenge you to watch The Secret, I challenge you to read the book. And it you're gonna go, Wow, I never thought about that. But everybody in in that, all the teachers in the secret are inspirations because they just if nothing else, they just tell you that the way you think impacts your life. And I don't care what school of thought or religion or if or philosophy you uh subscribe to, they all say that. The way you think determines how your life is. So, those are people who inspire me. They're, you know, you've got the greats. You've got the Martin Luther King Juniors. You've got the Mother Teresa's. You've got the the Gandhis. You've got the, uh, um, you know, people on on podcast or interview people. I love, um, yeah, I, I love Gary V. Gary Vee is an amazing uh, inspiration. Uh, Robert Benjamin. Amazing inspiration on YouTube. Um Oh God, there's there's so many people, but right now I'm on the spot. It's my show too, and I'm on the spot. Um I just about all the guests I've had have inspired me in different ways. Um because they you know I walk away from each interview a better better version of myself because I've just learned something from these people and and their drive and their trials and and their their willingness to just stick it out because they believe in in this thing that they've they've taken up this idea this project this this video this dance this music this whatever it is that they're doing um so yeah i mean just uh, like i said i'm very fortunate because i'm surrounded by inspiration and and um and anonymous i, I hope you are too inspiration is very very important Next question. Oh, this is a good one. This is from C Money. I'm always the first person at a bar or a restaurant when there's a group getting together. I feel you're paying C Money. That's usually me too. Uh, this pisses me off. What should I do about it? I love this question because I used to be this person. I used to see Money, I used to be you. I was always the cat that would show up early. They're like, oh, yeah, Jack, you know, show up at 6 and get a table. We'll, we'll all meet you up there. So I'd get there at 6. Son of bitches <laughs> wouldn't show up for, like, 25 minutes or something. So what I started to do was find things I enjoyed about getting there early. So, for example, if it was a bar or a restaurant, or a restaurant had a bar, <coughs> excuse me, I'd, I'd get a table. And then, you know, I'd put my name down or whatever. And then I'd go to the bar, fighting hiccups, <coughs> excuse me. Then I'd go to the bar and I'd chill out. And I would end up befriending a ton of bartenders who would mad take care of me. Just like, you know, I'd order two drinks I wouldn't pay for one of them. Or I'd pay for half of one and the other one they'd just give. So I found things. So by the time my friends showed up, they'd be, hey, we're ready to sit down. I'd right, be over there in, in, in a little bit. I'd be having a good time at the bar. Find don't don't change it about yourself that you get there early. Don't get bitter about it. Um, find something that you enjoy doing there so and it's just yours. Like this is my time with this cool ass bartender or whatever. Or if it's really burning you up, you could talk to the group about it, say, Shit, I'm tired of being the person that gets here early all the time or um don't get there early. You know, let them deal with it. And then you show up like they do and reap the benefits of, of them waiting and getting the table. And um lastly, just set the time so that if you know they're always 20 minutes late, they go, oh, well, instead of 6, how about we get together at, um you know, 6.20? And they go like, oh, yeah, 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 we could do that. And then, you know, you show up at 6.40 kind of thing. So there's different ways to handle that. Don't get pissed off about it. You know, don't let it burn you up. I've been there. Um... Because, <laughs> I like to say cuz, I should say because, proper English, because it can just cause, uh, resentment to build up with a group that you really do enjoy, but I'd say try, try the first option, you know, try the first, um, you know, try the first thing where you get to the bar and chill out and have a good time and, and, um, you know, make some friends over there that, and, you know, especially if it's a hot bartender, yeah, you, let that work to your benefit there, see money and, and you'll find, uh, I think you'll find that that early waiting period is yours and you get to enjoy it next question is from anonymous anonymous writes i want oral sex but i'm stumbling to figure out how to ask the person i'm dating well (laughs) much like uh who was it much like uh bobby c this question is all about timing so a couple ways you can handle this you can You could sit down and have a conversation like, "Hey, you know, is there anything sexually you ever want to ask me to do that you don't feel comfortable?" And that also opens the door for you to say what you want. So that that's you know, we're all grown ups. That's a nice way to handle it. You want to make sure that the timing is right. You don't want to you know, (laughs) you don't want to be sitting there at a you know in Starbucks first thing in the morning and you bust that out, but So maybe like one night, if you're having drinks at at, at your place or theirs and you're just kind of relaxing and the the topic pops up, yeah, go, go for it. While you're being, while you're getting intimate, you know, and if the timing is right, you may say, hey, I, you know, I really do enjoy. But here's the problem with that. If they are not about it and you bring it up while you are about to have sex. It may kill the mood for you. You may get upset if they say, well, I I think that's gross. I'm not, I'm not sucking your dick. And then you're going to be like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, (laughs) like, right? Like, (laughs) I slap my knee like, what the fuck? Then now, now you got, you've got a problem and you may want to address it, but that's going to kill the mood. So I'd say, um, one night chilling out, you know, at, at somebody's place and just, you know grab a drink and just talk and just bring it up so that it's a it's an invitation for them to talk about what they want and that should flip around and let you have a conversation about what it is that you want and you know don't don't force the issue just just let it organically the conversation grow and and let it come out and i realize saying grow and come out while we're talking about oral sex <laughs> whoops couldn't have planned any better but Good luck, Anonymous. Um, next question from Andy Garza. Have you ever been a simp? Ooh, shit, that's a good question. Yes, I'll admit it. And I think any man who tells you he's never been a simp is lying through his teeth. We have all been simps. If you don't know what a simp is, um, easily put a simp is a man who goes out of his way to do a lot for a person, you know, usually a woman that he's interested in. And um he breaks his back, hoping that it'll work out somehow to his favor in terms of like romance or interest in in him from her, but it doesn't. And he even he knows that he's just busting his ass unnecessarily. And you know it, it's like the stereotypes in school. You know you've got the cheerleader who's got the science project and she gets the nerd to help her, and the nerd's doing a lot of the work, and the cheerleader is just like you know bats her eyes or 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 winks at him or just you know, gets close to him and giggles and he does all the damn work and yeah, that's a simp. So, Andy, yes, I've been a simp. I try not to simp anymore, but everybody's got that person who could make you, you know, chew glass just because sometimes you just connect with people and they just they just got your ass like that. So go back and watch the simp show, listen to the simp show. You can figure out what to do about that. Uh, last question we have is from, uh, Beeson and Beeson writes, how can I be more aggressive at work and not be an asshole? Beeson, that's a good question. And this goes a lot back to the whole nice guy versus good guy concept. Um, and let me take out the word aggressive and just substitute, um, uh, how can you be more, uh. Uh, decisive. How can you be more clear? How can you be more? Uh, no, let's go back to decisive. Um, and here's why: we think that it's either one or the other. You're either nice and letting people walk all over you, or you're like, you know, beating your chest and raging against the world and telling people don't fuck with you. And I better get this promotion. And I, I better get be the team lead, etc. It, it doesn't have to be that. You can be nice at work, and I mean nice by, like, I'm, you, you can be good at work, I'm sorry. You can be good at work, and I mean, like, you know, you hold doors open for people. You legitimately ask people how they're doing. You hear so-and-so sick, you go out of your way to go see them, um, you know, so you can be a good coworker, a good person at work, but also, you don't let people walk over you. You, get, you take the credit that's due, you call out bullshit when it's coming at you, um, you're direct with people. But you're still good and and caring. So, you know, look at the areas at work where you feel maybe you're being walked over and how you can be more decisive and more to the point and direct and and at the same time not be a rage monster. All right, folks, that wraps it up. I, I do love doing the Ask Jacks, and we're gonna do more. We're gonna do a lot more soon, trust me. So I love getting the feedback. Hit me up on gameonwithjack.shop. Enroll free for classes and workshops. And you get the free Guys Night Out uh, mini workshop, mini course. Sign up for the new Game On With Jackson Stewart email list and receive free 15 Confidence Commandments right now. And that's at page. And lastly, patreon.com slash gameonwithjack. Subscribe to get Game On Guys today check out the uh, high page link so that you can uh, hop over to YouTube and I would really appreciate it if you subscribed and just start crushing those videos, start crushing those shorts. We've got a lot of good stuff coming out. And also on TikTok and Twitter, Game on with Jack. Thank you guys so much. Keep it sexy. Game on.